Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the highly acclaimed Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Although tonight, we're only here till 8 p.m. because Georgia Bulldog Basketball returns to the WSB Airwaves. Your home of the dogs here, News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Speaking of sports, I want to dedicate uh, this first segment of the show to uh, the ball sports games. Uh, joining me in studio, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. And from the Clark Howard Show, the uh, tallest man in uh, WSB Radio. I think you're the Joel Arsgaard. It's you, Kenny, and Judd are probably the three tallest, right? That's true. Yeah, it'd be the three of us. But you're more three-way important, tie. You're more important than the other two, so that's why you get in here. Thanks, man. Uh, we're gonna, Joel's our resident expert of Atlanta United, so we'll talk to him in just a second. Uh, but we got to start with the man, the myth, the legend. That is Jay Black. First off, uh, Bulldog Hoops tonight. A new era of Georgia Bulldog basketball. Yeah, Tom Crean, a new friend of the Mark Aram show, and a big fan of uh, Johnny, Johnny Kilbasa. How great was that? So we had that. We had uh, the UGA head basketball coach on the other day, and he admitted he loves Johnny Kilbasa in the Fast Food Review. Who doesn't, man? Everyone Come loves on. it. I know. <laughs> yeah. The guy just moved here. That is and impressive. Yeah, very. told him two good places to eat in Athens, and then listen to the Mark Aram show while you're driving around. Exactly. So. Johnny's so, reputation precedes him. Yeah. He seemed like a really nice guy. He's had a great yeah. uh, coaching resume. Maybe a new era in Georgia Bulldog basketball. Well, he's definitely said that uh, he wants to push the pace and bring an exciting brand of basketball to Athens. He's got a little bit of work to do. Sure. The dogs are predicted to be next to last in the conference, which doesn't really mean a whole lot. But, uh, you know, using losing Yante Maiden and trying to find a new alpha dog for that team is going to take yeah. some work. But he had some success at Indiana, then kind of slipped behind a little bit, and they don't got have a lot sweet of patience. 16. Yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive. Georgia fans will be happy yeah. with Sweet 16 A tournament appearance. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it's still football season. Yes. And, of course, uh, the Bulldogs clinched the SEC East with a – Great, solid win last week in Kentucky. I was very happy with that game, uh, but a challenging contest tomorrow. Yeah, the Auburn Tigers. Auburn's a little underwhelming this year, a little bit disappointing. Six and three record, uh, which is kind of a biannual tradition now. Their fans are wanting to run off Gus Malzahn, the head coach, uh, so much so that the AD had to issue a, a vote of confidence this week, which is never a good sign. But what Auburn does well is their defense has not been the issue this year. Their defense is very good, especially up front. Uh, they've had 11 sacks in their last two games. Georgia's had 14 sacks this season. Yeah. So the banged up offensive line is going to get a challenge. The reason. Auburn struggling is, you know, they're a, a running team. It's what Gus Malzahn wants to do. They can't run the ball. Sure. They had 19 yards against Texas A&M on 21 carries. That's unacceptable, Jay Black. Yeah. So, I could gain 19 yards on 21 carries. Yes. So that's that's really <laughs> what, uh, well, maybe nine, eight, yeah. five. Close. 
three. But so that that's really if Auburn can get its get that running game figured out, Georgia's got its uh, Here, hands here's full. Here's why again, I'm the most pessimistic dogs fan there is, but right. here's why I'm nervous. Okay. It's still Auburn. It's, it's still one of your biggest rivals. They're still six and three. It's still SEC football. I hope to heck now that the dogs have clinched the SEC East SEC East. They're not looking ahead and go, oh, it's just a weak Auburn team. That's my biggest fear right now. This is Auburn's chance to play, to play spoiler because you're probably not going to spoil Alabama. But you can spoil Georgia because if Georgia gets knocked out, if Georgia loses tomorrow, even if they win the conference, it's very unlikely they're going to the playoffs. Yes. The committee's made that clear. Two lost conference champions don't make it to the playoffs. Exactly. So Georgia can't lose again. The players are saying all the right things earlier this week, that we're not looking ahead. We don't care about Alabama. We don't care about Tech. We care about beating Auburn. And, you know, it's your it's your oldest rival. You shouldn't be hard to get up for this game with everything that's still on the line. Dogs, two touchdown favorites uh, taking on uh, the Tigers tomorrow at Sanford Stadium. Our coverage begins when? 3 o'clock, and then we got to kick off under the lights at 7. I love night the games. And love night games. It's going to be nice and crisp and cool and Kind of skip past fall, but it'll be a nice uh, late November evening in Athens. You were there. I watched the the whole Kentucky game. I yes. loved it. I, I thought it was a great win. You were there. Your takeaways, real quick, from that game. It's the it's the performance you wanted to see, right? It was a dominating, bash you over the head running performance from Swift and Holyfield yeah. that we haven't seen since that one Swift one yes, run was that insane. Was, that was uh, that was that. It seems his groin's okay now when you yeah. can make moves like that. It, Your groin he, is fine. it seemed like Sony Michelle. Yes. Running that ball. And that was that was the first time we saw Holyfield and Swift together replicate Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle's yeah. performance. And more importantly, George's defense allowed eighty six yards on the ground and totally contained uh Benny Snell, who was the top back in the conference. But Kentucky had the number two defense in the country and, and Georgia yep. just ran just rough shot. Ran right through them. Like me on Donut Friday. Like just I'll plow through people to get to those donuts. Yeah, or or like at the Thanksgiving thing yesterday. I didn't go. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I, I fell asleep. Uh Joe <laughs> Larsgaard from the Clark Howard show. Did you go to the Thanksgiving potluck yesterday? I was there, yeah. What was uh what were the side dish options? Oh man, there were so many side dish options. I gotta call out Mike Watkins. I think his wife made collard greens and oh, yeah. Yeah. They were off the chain, so I'm always a big fan of good color. What greens. did you bring to the potluck? Yeah, uh, nothing. No, oh, I was. I'm a terrible coworker. Who was that guy? What about, yeah, what was about that Team guy? Clark? Did you guys bring anything? Uh, maybe not. But really, so there, there's just me and Kim showed up yesterday, Kim and uh, yeah, Kim Drubs, and yeah. so we uh, we had a great time. It was really fun um, getting to hang out with everybody. And, yeah, and I'm sorry, I was just so tired. I, mean, I, I bailed too. What I, would I you have brought it. if you had been there? Was something from Publix? Where okay. shopping is a pleasure. <laughs> I had planned on buying a pie from Publix on my way in. By the time I got home, walked the dogs. I was like, not going to happen. There was so much food. Yeah, there was plenty left over. Yeah. So. Um, Joel, I got. I, I wanted. I'm glad you're here. By the way, thank you. Um, Atlanta United in the playoffs. I really don't know much about the football. So I wanted you to come in here and just give us an update of what the team's doing and what what's going on with the playoffs. Yeah, so uh, they had a bye in because they had such a great record, second best record in uh, MLS this year. They had mm-hmm. a bye the first round and then they played their first match last weekend in, in New York, York Yankee Stadium. Right, I would have gone up to that. I had, had Jay Black, the sports director, told me that was happening. I would have gone up to see that. Sorry. And the first half, <laughs> the, the first half of that match was it was like because their field is so compressed. It's a, yeah. it's a smaller field. It was like watching a pinball match. Like it was yeah. crazy. The ball. Was just all over the place, um, but they ended up taking a victory uh, up at Yankee Stadium last weekend, one nothing, and so they're playing Sunday at five thirty here in Atlanta, and all they have to do is not do worse than a draw, and they move on to the next round. So, so. a draw gets them advancing. Exactly. Do, we, yep. do you know who they're playing? Yeah, they're playing New York again. So the, oh wow, the the, the MLS 
playoff format's kind of weird. And this is the only round in which there are two matches. Yeah. And the, it's the it, next round also. Oh, in the next round too. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And and so and then after that, it's single matches. So it's it's just an odd kind of setup. That is weird. I think they're going to change it uh, okay. maybe in 2019. But uh, but yeah, Atlanta United looks really good. Miguel Almiron came back from a hamstring injury, and he played the first 45. Was he um, at the potluck? He yesterday. no, I invited him. <laughs> he turned me down. It was it was a bummer. But he's man, when he's in in the game, the the game changes for Atlanta United. He yeah. opens up the field. Uh, all eyes are on him, and so it opens up opportunities for all the other players. So I think that's going to be the case Sunday. I think he'll play. Is it the New York Red Bulls? Is that their team name? So the Red Bulls are the other team in New York. We're playing okay. NYFC. All uh, right. So there's two squads in New York. Two squads in New York. Five thirty. Five thirty Sunday. Mercedes Benz. Mercedes Benz. I'll be watching NFL action, but I know you're gonna have a fun time. Yeah, I heard it's an amazing experience down there. It is, dude. You got to get out. It's you, so much. You've fun. been to a, a match, right? I will, I will be there on Sunday. Oh, excellent! Yes. You're wow. You're busy. You are the WSB sports director. It's a busy time in Athens Saturday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium gonna on be, Sunday. It's gonna be a late night, and then we'll uh, we'll get up and uh, and go to go to the Benz to see what probably be another record crowd yeah. for a uh, MLS uh, postseason match, and uh, it's the way in in this two leg format for the playoffs. They add up the scores from the two gotcha. games. So all Atlanta United has to do is Draw. not lose. Yeah, and if they do lose by one goal, then uh, they'll have to play it off and uh, decide who goes to move on. More importantly, Jay, compare the press box food for a Falcons game at Mercedes Benz versus the uh, the Atlanta United press box food. Since it's in the same place, yeah, it's it's from the same people, so it's similar. So it's 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 pretty it's pretty similar. Now, when you have different events there, like the SEC yeah. Championship game. Or Chick Fil A. Label. Sometimes yeah, yeah. the quality drops a little bit. Oh, a, bite your a strong. Well, not not Chick Fil A sandwiches, yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> some other things. A strong press box. Bonus points for a Carvel ice cream machine. Shut the front door. Yeah, so bonus points for Dang. that. I wanted yeah. to put one of those in my kitchen, a soft serve ice cream machine. But then I realized I'd be 500 pounds. Away, <laughs> I've got a weakness for. Soft I would support serve. that though. Jay like Black, a, a crane Lars. transporting you to work from here. Exactly. On out. Yeah. That the chopper will lift me. Jay Black, Joel Lars, Garden Studio, Friday edition of the Mark Arab Show. Uh, since we're talking sports, let's let's hit the Braves real quick. Uh, the awards keep coming in. Nick Markakis gets his first ever Silver Slugger, uh, third time Gold Glove winner. Uh, I, I know you've you've kind of uh, abandoned the Braves, Joel, but uh, these postseason awards are very cool for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, first time the Braves have had three Gold Glove winners in the same season with Freddie Freeman and Enzo Arte as well. And now the big question is, what do you do with Marquez? He's a Gold Glove winner and a Silver Slugger. He gave yeah. you everything you could ever want. Now he's in a in a contract year. Do you do you think he's peaked, or do you invest in a short term deal for him to solidify that right field spot for I would say seasons. if you can get him a short-term deal, the problem is, and we talked about this before, yeah. you're going to get a team like the Angels that's going to overpay him for three years, and the Braves shouldn't match that. No. Like, well, if he's there for one year and a modest salary, kind of like Joel, you know, Clark right. signs Joel year to year with a modest salary, then you do it because he brings a lot on and off the field. But I have a feeling that he's going to get a big offer from somewhere else. Well, the bummer about Nick Markakis, I think, from day one was when they when the Braves signed him, they, everyone was talking about when are we going to trade him. And so exactly. For, exactly. for four long years, it was yeah. like, when's Markakis going to be shipped out? I thought out? for sure he was going to be gone this year. Oh, completely. Yeah. But I'm so glad he stayed. He was such a good uh, good guy in the locker room. So good for all these young players to watch. Like he just he grinds it every day. And obviously, he had an incredible year. So it was just fun to watch. You know that resurgence of Nick Markakis because like when we signed him, he had the next surgery and he just wasn't 100 the other thing is the ladies love him like the How ladies love strong Mark beard game yes <laughs> strong beard game jay black real quick free agent movings and comings and goings what are we hearing are the braves looking for anything looking for bullpen help looking for catcher 
trying to trade for a frontline starter. This There's no more rebuild. The yeah, rebuild is, is over. It. This is the time to start going for it. Corey Kluber's name has popped up as a trade that candidate to get an ace. The, apparently the Indians are making him available. Yeah, and he's not Yankees all that expensive. Yeah, the Yankees are checking in on him, too. So I would assume all of baseball. So, okay, so yeah. what do you want for Kluber? Yeah. But the Braves have more prospects than anybody in baseball. If the contenders, they can get anybody they want. It just depends on how much they want to pony I, up to If do I'm it. the Braves, I stay away from Machado. I stay away from Harper. A Kluber. Um... Real Muto and uh, and bring back Marquecas and we're all set. But Kluber would be that game changer. Stay away from Kimbrel too as your closer. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I think Minter, I mean he watching him in the playoffs. There's there's a lot of uncertainty there, and he's going to command a high dollar amount, uh, much like Jay Black does here, yes. um, scooping up all the salary cap at WSB Radio. Real quick, tomorrow Jay uh, kickoff at seven seven o'clock tailgate kickoff. show at tailgate at three. All right, and Clark Howard show heard Monday through Friday. Joel. You know it, right here on WSB, 10 yeah. to midnight. After the uh, Hannity Vanity Hour. Yeah. It's good times for us all. Which which follows the Mark Aram Show. Good to see you guys. Good to see you, too. Good to be here, buddy. All right. Uh, check out Jay tomorrow. Covering come, the Bulldogs. Come by the tailgate show, yeah, at yeah. the Tate Center. At the Tate Center. And then Sunday, he'll be at Atlanta United uh, next to the Carvel machine. Just can't come in there. All right. Hang tight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Thanks to uh, my pals, Jay Black and Joel Larsgaard, uh, the uh, Laurel and Hardy of the WSB radio team. Uh, coming up on the show next, comedian Steve Trevino is in uh, studio. He is hilarious. He's at the Punchline this weekend. You can get tickets online at punchline.com. While you're online, if you haven't yet signed up for the Mark Aram Show Christmas card, we are rapidly approaching a full House. So uh, if you want the Mark Aram Show Christmas card, an annual tradition here, you get a, a picture card of myself and all the bananas mailed to your house. Um, we only have a couple of spots left. So email right now your full name and mailing address to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. Your full name and mailing address to lowtchuck at wsbradio.com. Get that in before the uh, all the slots are filled. And uh, before Christmas, you will see the Mark Aram Show Christmas card in your mailbox, and you can put it on your uh, on your mantle, on your refrigerator, on your desk at work, wherever you do it. You can throw it right in the shredder. I don't put it on eBay, but you'll have it. You'll have a piece of us with you this Christmas season, and uh, that's all that matters on this Christmas season is you get a, a picture of Longoria and his kids and low-T Chuck uh, on your fridge. All right, uh, news, weather, and traffic. Up. Short edition of the Mark Aram Show. Comedian Steve Trevino in studio next. Uh, always on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. You can check out my uh, Tribe Called Quest tribute from this morning with Fred Blankenship. The full video, though, is on uh, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is WSB. Rob Reiner, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. It's so good. To be born in America, where all men are free. It's so good to be born in America, all the home 
of the red, the white, and the blue. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Getting ready for a, a big weekend here on WSB Radio. we got the big Bulldogs game tomorrow. If you don't have plans this weekend, might I suggest you head uh, to Buckhead. Well, it's always a good idea to go to Buckhead, but especially this weekend. Head to the Punchline Casino and uh, see this very funny man. He joins us in studio, Mr. Steve Travino. I didn't know I was in a casino. Do you like that? Punchline Casino? Is that what I said? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I wish like, it was a casino. Yeah, yeah, Punch, Punchline Comedy Club. Dude, I, yeah. I, was in, I was in Vegas all last week. I, yeah. do, I do Monday through Sunday at the MGM, and I don't want to see a casino for the next six months. Are, are casinos mean, tough gigs for comedians? Uh, yeah, because we're compulsive gamblers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can relate to yeah, that. it makes it it makes it a little rough. Yeah. Well, for for me especially, because it's like all the friends, the family wants to come out to Vegas, yeah. right? And I always say it's like when I'm in Vegas for seven days, it's like I'm a fighter in a boxing match. <laughs> And I'm fighting 15 rounds, yeah. but I'm always getting new fighters. Yeah, they just keep coming yeah, in. They just keep coming yeah. in. And, like, you know, Monday I'll have a group of friends that are like, woo, Vegas! Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, I hate Vegas, and they leave on Wednesday. But you're still there. Yeah, and then Wednesday I got another group, woo, Vegas! And we have to hang out and I, party. I interviewed one comedian, and, of course, my memory's so bad I can't remember who it was now. But they talked about how they uh, would do Vegas, and they, would, uh, they had a, a book at a, at a casino, not as big as the MGM. Right. But it was a steady gig, and they would blow all their money. Well, it, yes, at the casino. Yes, some casinos pay you in cash, of yeah. course. Yeah, of course. They're, right? Exactly. They're like, here, give yeah. this back to us, please. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. but I'm actually in a casino next week in in New Mexico. But I mean, I I mean, look, man, I I love being in a casino. I love. Uh, oh, and Wednesday, what I do is is I get an IV. Have you ever done that? I've heard of that. It's the best thing that ever happens to you. Like, I've heard people get, uh, they're hungover, and they- it, You go get an IV. You go get an IV. Yep. That's big so, at college campuses this Yeah, year, so this Wednesday day. morning, because it's halfway, right, yeah. hump day, I go sit down and, and get an IV. You're like a triathlete, just, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, why can't I think of his Lance name? Lance Armstrong. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Lance Armstrong. Exactly. I'm like, I need new blood. Give me new blood. I got to compete. Steve Trevino is in <laughs> studios at the Punchline this weekend. Tonight and tomorrow, tickets online at punchline.com. Uh, George Wallace had that long gig uh, in Vegas where he actually lived in the hotel. That's a dream yeah. of mine, to live in a hotel. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. I mean, that, you, in Vegas? Anywhere. Right, with room service yeah, and exactly. whatever you want, Vegas especially. But. And you're well, you know. And, and for me, I've, I've never been, you know, the type to be like, "Hey, do you know who I am?" Yeah. Or, or, you know, hook me up. So, um, my wife is like, "Take me to the club." This is like, you know, I just started working Vegas. She's like, "Take me to the club." I'm like, "I'm not going to the club." Yeah. Right. You know. So Wait, she means not comedy club, but like party club. Party club. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I'm not going. To, I'm not going to stand in line with a bunch of twenty something. Oh, I hate that. To pay a cover to yeah. get. In, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I'm, I'm like, you know, I get to the comedy club and Brad Garrett. I don't know if you know who Brad oh, Garrett is, right? Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Brad Garrett's like, what's wrong, Trevino? And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, my wife wants me to take her to the, to the club. And yeah. He's like, you should. And I go, dude, it's, it's a thousand dollars a bottle. Exactly. He was not for you. Asinine. He was not for you. Your name's on the marquee of yeah. the MGM Grand. Okay. He's like, your name's on the list. And I was like, oh, Brad, I love to dance. Right? <laughs> like, so I didn't know that we got hooked up like so that. So did you? So, yeah, we get, like, I get free bottles and free this no and kidding. free that. And I'm like, man, this is the best thing ever. I bless Brad Garrett because I oh, never yeah. would have thought to. Uh... So I'll, I'll tell you this story. So my wife went into labor while I was working with Brad Garrett. Okay. All right. So at the time we're living in Los Angeles and my wife goes into labor on a Thursday. 
I'm right before I walk on stage. She goes, "Come home, we're having a baby." I tell Brad Garrett, I'm like, "Hey man, I gotta go. I'm having a baby." And Brad Garrett goes, "Of course you are. You're Mexican, <laughs> right?" I go, "You don't have to pay me for the days I'm not gonna work. You're Jewish, right?" <laughs> nice. So he writes me a check. Yeah. All right. For the whole week. Okay. Because it's his club. Yeah. Then he writes me another check. He puts it in an envelope, and he writes "baby" on the envelope. So I I haul ass to my wife. She's in labor. Continues to be. Are you ready for this? Yeah. For 26 more hours. Oh, my goodness. I know. I could have done the show. <laughs> she, 26 hours of labor. Yeah. She has the baby. And my wife goes, how did it go with Brad Garrett? Right? She's like, was he upset? And I said, no, he paid us. And my wife goes, wow, that was nice. I said, yeah, it was. He gave us another check. When I opened up the envelope, it was $25,000. Shut up. I told my wife, I go, we can't keep this. And And the- the sweet woman that my wife is, she's like, oh, the hell we can't, right? <laughs> 25, 25 grand, man. Was, is a uh, serious question. Was it his kid? Well, <laughs> is that, we was decided, he feeling guilt? <laughs> we decided to name the kid after him. Of course you did. And my, 25 Yeah, and my father. My yeah. father is a Vietnam vet. I always give it up for the veterans. Yes. My son's name is Garrett Joe Trevino. Wow. And then my dad calls and he goes, wait a minute, I have to be second? <laughs> I go, no, sir, opening bid is $25,000. Yeah. 27K, you got <laughs> yeah, yeah. the- You got it, 25 an and a half. Story. Yeah. So uh, back to Vegas and Brad Garrett. I've, I've played poker with Brad Garrett. Oh, he loves poker. Yeah, so I'm he a big poker it. player. Yeah. And he's the nicest guy. Nicest guy. People come up to him, take pictures. He does, you know, he's so sweet and he's a really good poker player. But that's the only thing I do when I go to Vegas. Like I've it's never poker. been to a club. I've never been outside in the daylight hours because <laughs> right, right, I'm right. always in the casino. You go buckle down. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've never seen. I've never done the Grand Canyon stuff. I've never. Right. I've never even been to a, a comedy show to be honest with you. A, a friend of mine, Pete Rios, is a professional poker player, and he's like, "Hey man, you going to Vegas?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll meet you there." I'm like, "Okay, I don't see him." You don't see him. Yeah, he's in the poker room. You know, he's like, "Oh, I was at the Nugget poker room for eight hours, <laughs> exactly. and then I was at you know." That's what he does. He plays poker, and Brad. You know, Brad one time, he's like, Steve, come gamble with me. I'm like, I'm not going to tell Brad Garrett no. no yeah, right? well, you owe him now. Yeah, so <laughs> so we sit down in Aria, and I you know, I pull out my 1000 bucks, and yeah. he goes, don't embarrass me. <laughs> right, right? So he's got that everybody loves Raymond money was just- Well, and what's crazy is his, his ex-wife took half of it. Really? And he still he loves still it. it. <laughs> so I think he got some points on that deal. Like, yeah, he still he, does well, and he's on a TV show right now called uh, Single Parents. Yeah. Uh, he does well, man. I mean, and, and he's, he's I, I mean, the coolest thing that I ever saw, other than the fact that he gave me uh, my son's college fund. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, so we're afterwards, we're signing autographs, we're hanging out, and these four girls that were completely bald, <laughs> Brad Garrett goes, what's, what's up, ladies? What's, right? what's going on? And they go, well, we all met at MD Anderson in Houston, Texas. Cancer we all had Center. cancer, yeah. right? And we told each other that if we survived cancer, that we'd all go to Vegas together. Brad goes, what do you guys like to play? They go, we play roulette. He goes, good, come with me. He grabs them. We all go to a roulette table. He opens up a brand new roulette table for them yeah. and hands them all a thousand bucks and lets them play roulette. That's the kind of duty he is. Man. That's amazing. And, and yeah. I, I watch him and I tell him all the time, like, I want to be you when I grow up. Love, uh, two questions. Yeah. Where, where's his club in Vegas? Let's give it a little uh, MGM. That's at the MGM. MGM. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Brad Garrett Comedy Club. Excellent. I got to um, check that out if I ever dude, venture you, out of the club. And do me a favor. Room. You have my number. You call me. We'll do. You call me and I'll call Brad and I'll, I'll put I'll you guys together. I'll get that $1,000 bottle of vodka on your name. <laughs> yeah, and how did, how did you hook up with Brad? Was it just in the comedy world? Just in the comedy world. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's one of those things. Well, what's really trippy is, is my son will be watching TV and he's like, hey, Uncle Brad. Yeah. You know, like, what? That's your uncle? Like you know him? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or he was Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh. Okay. And my son hears his voice and he's like, 
dad, Uncle Brad. Such and I'm like, how voice. cool, right? How cool is that? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we just met through the comedy world and we just hit it off. We become, we have become very, very good friends. That's cool. Um, even when I'm there and I'm not performing, he'll stop by and we'll yeah. hang out or, That's or we'll awesome. go meet him in his mansion in Malibu and have dinner with him. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's tough life. Well, yeah, well, you know, and it's one of those things too as a stand up comic. I've been doing this for 20 years now, yeah. right? And you start meeting your your heroes, right? And you're like, I can't believe I know this guy. I'm walking through uh, DFW Airport and I hear Trevino, and I turn around and it's Tom Wilson. And if you don't know who Tom Wilson yeah, yeah, is, yeah. it's Biff, right? Yeah. And I'm like, D- did Biff? T- <laughs> Biff knows my name. That's that's yeah, cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, Steve Trevino is in studio, first time in Atlanta. He's at the Punchline tonight and tomorrow. Tickets available online at punchline.com. I got to ask, Steve, what took you so long to get to Atlanta? I mean, we got a thriving co- comedy scene here. I don't know. You would think, right? You yeah. would think I'd come to Atlanta. Do you not but cross the Mississippi? Are you strictly I, a West Coast dude? I usually fly over it. Yeah. <laughs> I fly over it to Florida and then we do New York. Yes. And, you know. But I'm excited to be in, in Atlanta, man. Last night, the show was great. Yeah. And uh, it's the first show I haven't sold out in two years. No kidding. So <laughs> let's hope that it All right. we get some yeah. people we'll in there. Yeah. Bump it up. Yeah. Any promo? Code uh, Brad Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Get Promo you, code twenty five thousand dollars. Get you three dollars <laughs> off. And what I really love about the punchline, and you were there yesterday. Um, so the old punchline used to be up on Roswell Road. <coughs> it was there for thirty years. Yeah, like had, in a barn, right? Yeah, like, they had to close it down because of development, or whatever. But they moved into the Landmark Diner, and it's it's a good room. It's a great room. But what I love as a, as a not as a a comic, but as a comedy lover, when I go there, I'm not stuck with the same uh, food items. You know. Mozzarella yeah, sticks, chicken right fingers. There, right. that, now I can get pancakes, a chocolate shake, and a lobster tail. Right. You know, it's <laughs> whatever you want. If you're whatever a fat guy want. like me, yeah, yeah. there's nothing better. I get to watch you make me laugh. I can I can eat a cheese omelet. <laughs> if you want, right. <laughs> yeah. I can eat a Denver omelet in Atlanta. Exactly. You can do what you want. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. So um, you're from Texas. Yes, born uh, and raised. Real quick, I got to ask you. <laughs> Uh, about the political scene, what's going on there? Uh, the the whole Cruz uh, Beto race. That, yeah, that's Beto. Pre- yeah, Beto. Pretty yeah. pretty nuts. What's going on? It down was there? it was pretty crazy, man. And and it's one of those things where where you go, where did, first of all, where did this guy come from? Yeah, I never heard of him. Right? He's like he's like he's like Obama, <laughs> but in vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. hey, here's this guy that we think should be. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think they spent something like seventy million dollars trying to get this guy to be senator, and he lost. How crazy is that? But what I'm hearing is, so we, we're. I'm I'm a non-political show on a political station. Right. The thought is that uh, they knew he was going to lose. Right, and they want to push him to president. They, they wanted to elevate yeah. his national stature, but you're right. Like he was just manufactured out of thin air. I don't know where he came. Well, <laughs> I, I just remember like uh, early last year, like driving down the road and being like Beto. Right, I'm like Beto for Senate. I'm like I'm in. I'm Mexican, yeah. right? Like <laughs> I like this guy. And I'm like, wait a minute, O'Rourke. Like what? What's going on? What kind of Mexican is this? Right. The Irish kind, yeah, still Irish. Catholic, still drunk. It's right? like it's like a half. Uh, he's like a half Hispanic Kennedy. Yeah, you know, that's you exactly. Took, yeah, you took some Kennedy genes and and, and uh, some Obama genes. Yeah, and you, you kind of sprinkled this, in yeah. some uh, Chicano, some tapatio, yeah, some tapatio <laughs> in there, and all of a sudden now you've got Beto O'Rourke. Yeah, excellent. Uh, can you stick around one more segment? Yeah, if that's okay. Uh, before we go, tell the folks where we can find you online, social media, and all that good stuff. SteveTrevino.com is my website, and I am all over Facebook and all over Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at Texas Trevino, so check it. it out. Yep, I love it. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. Friday edition of. The Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of The Mark Aram Show. A shortened version of The Mark Aram Show. Georgia Bulldog basketball coming up at uh, 8 p.m. 
And then tomorrow, the Bulldogs football team plays right here on your home with the dogs. Another SEC title for the Georgia Bulldogs. You're a, you're a Texas man, Steve. Yes, I root for Texas A&M. Okay. My niece is in the uh, core there. Oh, very nice. So I root for the Aggies. And then uh, my basketball team is the San Antonio Spurs. What a great run the Spurs have And had. then my football team will be the Cowboys again after Jerry Jones dies. You're not a, not a fan of the Jerry Jones? Uh, he needs to die. Can, can we talk about the Spurs? Because uh, Andrew Longoria, my uh, producer engineer, huge Spurs fan, and Popovich, man, he, you know, it, it's like he's so the Belichick amazing. of, of exactly. basketball. I'm, I'm a Knicks fan, and I will never see a title in my lifetime. I mean, I'm, I'm resigned <laughs> to that fact. Um, right. And I'm so envious of, it's, of uh, it's what unreal, you guys man. had. Well, and what's cool is, you know, now that I live in, I live I live just outside of San Antonio, Texas. Okay. I, I live between Austin, Texas and San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. It's a little town called New Braunfels, right? And I get courtside tickets to the Spurs. Wow. When I lived in L.A., Forget and it. And the Spurs would come to town. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll go. No, I don't have 30 grand. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like, yeah. So it's nice to, to be able to root for the Spurs. I was at the game uh, when the Spurs were playing Houston and Ginobili blocked Harden yeah, yeah, from yeah, behind. Yeah. We lost our minds, right? It was the best I thing Ginobili. ever. Loved yeah, him. Ginobili looks like they burnt a yarmulke on his yeah, head, right? Exactly right. <laughs> right. We 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 assume he's Jewish. We accept. Yeah, him just as, take him. Yeah, yeah. We, we're gonna take, uh, he he yeah. looks enough. We're gonna take. Yeah, him well, to yeah, we'll just take him. Yeah. I think he's what is he Spanish or something? Like, uh, yeah, I think he is from Spain. Well, yeah. you know, my wife is a Spanish Jew. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's uh, called a uh, Sephardic Jew. Is that what that's yeah. called? So she, she should probably know that. Sephardic. I'm Ash, Ashkenazi, which means, like, you're white accountant Jew. <laughs> right, and then right. uh, there's Sephardic, which is, like, you know, beautiful um, People always Hispanic ask me, like, Jewish. Steve, you know, and, and growing up in South Texas, like, we didn't grow up with Jewish people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then my wife, my wife went to NYU, and nice. both her roommates were Jewish. Okay. And that's when I started dating my wife, right? So I'm washing all their dishes, and they're like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's the wrong sponge on the wrong plate. I'm Wait, like, I don't know what hold I'm on. doing. I don't have much time here. Did you feel like, all right, I'm I'm Mexican. I'm at this Jewish lady's home. I gotta I gotta do <laughs> I the dishes. Yeah. That's that's a weird. Dude, uh, I am guilt. a I am a busybody person. <laughs> like my house, you go to my house, it's spotless. Yeah, I'm one of those people. And they're like, oh, Steve, do you have a maid? I'm like, yeah, his name is Steve. Yeah, Ferrigno. exactly. Yeah, I, I just I can't help it. Right, I'm come over to my people. place after yeah. the show tonight. Uh, yeah, the Spurs are amazing, and and for them to walk into. To LA like they did a few weeks ago and yeah. and dominate the way very they jealous. did. Very jealous. Very without jealous. without Kawhi, it's amazing. But I wish you well. Thank you. Um, and I wish you well tonight at the Punchline. Tickets online at punchline.com. Steve, so great to meet you. Nice to meet you. Uh, and by the way, here's here's how you know if you'll like my show. If you're married, you will like my show. <laughs> if you uh, wear jeans that fit your wife, don't come to my show. <laughs> if you don't bend the bill on your hat, don't come to my show. Boom. If you're a grown man with kids. Just trying to survive. Come to my show. All right. I'll be there. Steve, great to meet you. Um, come back soon. I will. Thanks for having right. me. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no other loving, baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G Network. 
the 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. 